Welcome to the Different Thinking Podcast with your host, Zach Hensrud. All right, all right. Welcome to episode number six, Turnover, How to Create a Win in Your Business and Organization That Lasts. Wow, this topic, I am telling you, I am very, very excited to share about because turnovers in your organization or in your business creates one thing for certain, and that is chaos. And in chaos, chaos can either create a win or it can create more chaos. And in this episode, we're going to apply different thinking to a to turnover in your organization, whether it's a volunteer organization, a charity, a uh, sports organization, uh, I think of religious organizations have turnover, as well as businesses. Businesses are not immune to turnover. Actually, that's probably the epicenter of turnover, especially currently in the year 2022. I, I think they called it the great resignation. Turnovers or turnover happens. So how do you create a win that is lasting in your organization or in your business? Well, I think of an example here. I'm a pretty big sports fan, and uh, I would have to say one of my all-time favorite teams to root for is the Seattle Seahawks. And I would, I would put a time frame of the, the epicenter of the most amazing Seahawk football you've ever seen between the years of 2012 and 2016. Those five seasons were magical. Uh, magical in the sense of uh, so much success had happened, happened in those seasons. I mean, multiple playoff appearances, multiple division championships, and heck, two Super Bowl appearances and one Super Bowl championship. And one of the tenets of that Seahawk team was centered around the ball. They wanted on offense to lessen turnovers, make sure they can control the controllables, that they held the ball when they needed the ball, that they didn't give it to the other team. But on defense, oh, they thrived off of turnovers. That was their number one goal was to create turnovers because they knew that if they created turnovers, it would give them a blueprint to help their team win. And so how are we, us listening, as well as I myself, going to create a win that's lasting in our organization off of turnovers? Well, like I said earlier, turnovers create creates chaos in the organization or in the business. A person is either going to be let go immediately. That's an immediate turnover. Or it could be somebody that is going to be making a move, moving on to a, another uh, promotion, organization. They're going to be leaving your department. That is a turnover that is more extended, usually about two weeks. Sometimes you can get someone to stay for a month. But you know that everything that they're doing in that, that position is very, very short term. And sometimes what that lends to is complacency where they're actually not working hard. They're more 
taking a two week paid vacation or a month paid vacation on your expense by just showing up to work and hanging out. And, and I've seen that as well. So how do you create a win? I'm going to share three simple action steps. So if you're driving, listen to this uh, and then come back to it and write it down. If you are just sitting down to where you have a pen and paper, get a pen and paper out because these three action steps have made the difference in my businesses. They've made the differences in, in, in my uh, dealings when I'm in a place of leadership. And so the first point is create a winning exit interview. And then you might slam the desk and go, well, okay, duh, exit interviews. But I said something, a key something, create a winning exit interview. Now, winning exit interview is going to actually take work on your end. Why do I say that? I say that because a winning exit interview requires you to remove your defenses and ask the questions you really don't want to ask. A winning exit interview is going to help you really understand why this person is moving on, why this person is leaving. Also, what would they do to change their position? What would they improve on? What did they most enjoy? What did they, what did they wish was different? And, and so let me walk through this. This is going to require a powerful conversation. And my coach, Satema Nali, he, he taught me how to have a powerful conversation. It starts by you inviting the person in and letting them know that you welcome any and all feedback, so much so that we have to make this one rule. And usually you have their attention. This one rule, you have a feeling. You have a feeling or a thought about something. And I want you to let you, let you know, I want you to share that with me so raw and so real that it's okay if it's something I don't like. Because here's the one truth I want us to both walk away from. Your feelings, your thoughts, they are valid and they are important to me. When you give that permission and you back it up by not getting defensive. It is so hard. Listen, leaders that are listening to this podcast, you know how hard it is because when turnover happens, when you have to do immediate turnover, it's usually somebody that really is not living up to the mission or or is just a thorn in your side. When I was in the auto body days, we talked about unlocking the toolbox wheel, pushing the toolbox outside the shop and closing the door. I had a handful of those people. Uh, like they were the folks where if I could push out the toolbox, man, my stress level would go way down. That's what I thought. And then a, a mentor would tell me, Zach, just remember when you're pushing out that toolbox, that's somebody that you know, you don't know whose toolbox is getting towed in. You only know them off of an interview. And I was like, ah, that's, that's great wisdom. But in this exit interview, get back to 
having a real conversation. Don't get defensive, no matter what. Even if they look at you and say, you were the problem. I think you're a horrible manager. I don't even know why you have this business. I think you're like, you're the worst person in the world. And I hope that you're no longer here. Even at that, don't get defensive, write it down. That's a valid feeling. Can you tell me a little bit more? Was there something that I said or something that I did? Or, you know, this place runs like a clown show. I feel like nobody knows what they're doing. Okay. Wonder. Thank you for sharing that. That means so much to me. Can you share with me a little bit more? What could we improve or what could we do better? And listen to those ideas and actively write them down. Even the ones that you are inside screaming, they'll never work. Nope. Nope. That's crazy. I tried that before. It doesn't work. Write it down. Write it down. Because what you're doing is you're giving them more permission to share more, to open up more. You want them to release everything. Why do I say that? Is because in this interview, this exit interview, you're going to find that point number two, which is the holes. So point number two is once you have a winning exit interview, once you have that powerful conversation, once you once you find the the issues in there, now it's time to plug the holes. And it starts with you, leader. This isn't a time to come in to your organization or your business and say, okay, you, 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 you're taking up this slack or hire too fast to just bring a warm body in and say, okay, here's your task, figure it out. No, it's this is now your opportunity to shine. You were just given the holes in your job description. You were just now given areas in which your organization, your business can now improve on. And if you remember our mission here uh, or the mission of the podcast of Different Thinking Podcast is this is a place where creativity is welcome, where conventional wisdom is tested and challenged, and where growth and development is nourished. Plugging the holes allows your organization, your business to grow and to develop. Receiving that winning feedback, receiving that hard feedback where your defenses are down, that powerful conversation gives you the opportunity to grow. It gives you an opportunity to develop. For that person leaving your organization, their story is done told in the organization. They are not coming back, not immediately. Their their story is finished. But they just gave you invaluable feedback to help you start to plug whatever holes are happening. And if your organization is currently made up of folks that are that are bought into you, that believe in you as a leader, as a manager, or as, as a head of, of uh, the, the organization, they're going to come to you and say, hey, how can I help? How can I pick up the slack? I know this, this, is, this, is, uh, this is unexpected. What can, what can I do to, 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 to help? And now you can find those areas to leverage those tasks off. But if your organization or your business is not just filled with one person that gave you that hard feedback, but filled with a number of different people. When you start leveraging, sending out these tasks and trying to over leverage to get them off your plate because you're so busy, all you're doing is you're creating more chaos. All you're doing is creating more difficulty. And now while you're plugging the holes with people that are in the organization, you're creating more holes And oh, by the way, you're now going to be creating more turnover, which is going to create more chaos. So 
leader, listener, this is you to plug the holes. This is you to stand up. Yes, it's going to take effort. It's going to take work. It's going to, it's going to, it is going to add to your plate, but there's nobody better than you because you have been armed with that invaluable feedback from your leaving uh, a volunteer employee person. That person that's leaving, they just gave you invaluable feedback that you can now process you can now implement, you can find the holes in the organization and start to build systems and processes, redefine job descriptions, set out a process for that new person onboarding, and it's going to allow you to shine in front of your other folks the people in the business, when they see that you're picking up the slack, that you're working hard, it inspires them to work hard. You don't want an organization or a business filled with us against them mentality employees. I'm just, I'm fighting against the man. I'm just working hard for pennies. No, you want an organization that everyone is rowing in the same direction. And so that brings me to point number three. This gives you an amazing opportunity to change out your C players for B and A players. And what do I mean by that? Is I mean this. It gives you an awesome opportunity to de- define the position through your mission. To define the position through your mission. Now, if you do not have a mission statement for your organization or your business, press pause and write down, I need a mission statement. This is not something that is, I know um, if you go to any business conferences or, or conferences about leadership, mission statements come up quite a bit. And in a later episode, I'm going to cover mission statements because they're, they're not something that is just should, it would be nice to have. They need to be, a mission statement needs to not only be visible be in your organization, have one written, but it needs to be memorized and then internalized by you because you are the driving force of your business or your organization. If you're a leader, you're the driving force. They're looking to you. You can't be an absentee leader and not be that like you can't, you can't just say, okay, you handle it. I'm going to be over here. You're an absentee leader to where No one's connected with you. They think you're out having a grand old time and that you're not in the organization and that's going to create an us versus them. And so you need to live this. You need to internalize it. You need to to believe it. And so later, uh, a later episode will cover mission statements because in my organizations, I have mission statements. They're not only written, they're not only like out there, but they're memorized and eternalized by our leaders. And they, it is something that we define everything by our mission. I think of my real estate team. We define everything by the mission. Social media, run it through the mission. Next person coming on the team, they have to fit the mission. And so I'm excited to share that episode because I'll get much deeper into the woods or the weeds of that mission 
and, and really share what that mission is, why we, why I have my folks internalize it, why I internalize it. But to really create a win off of turnover, you need to hire to the mission. You need to look for those holes of who isn't bought into the mission. And you start by when you find those people that are, that have created those holes that are not bought into the mission, you start by coaching them up. That's the first step, not by letting them go, not getting them out of there. That only creates more chaos. You start by coaching them up. You start by asking powerful questions. And again, it's inviting them to share how they feel. You may have a team lunch, a powwow, where you sit down and say, okay, feelings are very, very valid. Let's walk through this. And you find the holes in your mission. You find where, where, where your organization, or your business has gotten away from the mission. And you, as you continue to build off of that mission and strengthen your folks off that mission, now chaos lessens. People are bought into the process. They know your why. Uh, a fantastic uh, resource for you, uh, Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Fantastic book. P- people... Customers, employees don't want to know what you do or how you do it. They want to know why you do it. And so this will allow you to really push your C players, the people that are mediocre, to become B or A players. Or what it will do is it will, it will, it will inspire your A and B players, the people in your organization, the people that are in your business that are really bought into you to be even more bought into you and, and to, uh, to really dive into the organization, the business, and it's going to separate from the mediocrity that's in your organization. And those folks will end up probably leaving or wanting to be like the other folks. And so as you bring on new folks, new people into that organization by hiring off your mission, now you're finding that A and B talent. Now you're having those, you know what holes they're filling in. You have a clear job description. You have a, a, a clear process because you just took why someone left you or what they didn't like about your organization and your business. You just developed it. You just grew it. You just made it better. And now the new person coming in, they're going to make it better from there. So remember the three steps here to win off of a turnover, have a winning exit interview, let them share, plug the holes and define your position through your mission. And you, my friend, will be a different thinking leader. You are going to beat the conventional because the conventional just plugs in warm bodies and says, here we go. So I just want to thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you got something from it. Here's those three action steps to get after. And remember, it's all about action. You can learn and listen, but if you're not doing, it's not happening. We really, I really appreciate everyone that is uh, putting up those five-star reviews on uh, wherever you get those podcasts. It really means the world for me. I would love uh, a positive rating as well as remember you can reach out uh, to me at hello at differentthinkingpodcast.com. That's hello at differentthinkingpodcast.com. Until the next time, remember today is a great day that you can create different thinking in your organization.